0: Everyone, welcome back for episode 56 of The Path Podcast. I am Jason. I'm Derek. And we are so glad that you've decided to join us as we continue down the path today. Um, So we are in the second week of our series that we're going through right now as a church called The Good Life. Um, And yesterday, Derek, you talked to us. We we, we looked, um, if you don't remember, if you haven't been a part of it, we're going through Mark chapters 9 and 10, mostly chapter 10. Um, but w- yesterday we looked at this idea of pleasure versus self-control. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, if you don't mind, Derek, just kind of give us a little bit of a, uh, kind of a recap of what we looked at and then, um, what, what's a, what's a handle for us to hold on yeah. to this week?
1: So. Yeah. So uh, just a recap of kind of the series briefly, uh, this idea of the good life, there's, um, the, the savior's definition and the world's definition, right? Mm-hmm. And we, you know, we hear as a megaphone the world's definition all the time. Yeah. Um, and in particular here, you know, in this passage, we see the Savior confront um, the world's idea of, of, of pleasure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and my definition of pleasure is that, you know, you are seeking your own way to please yourself and live your life however you please. Now, sometimes that could be, um, uh, and oftentimes it's it's a sexual pleasure, Mm -hmm. a lustful pleasure. Uh, I'm out to receive my own pleasure, but pleasure is is a multitude of uh, things. Yeah, it has a myriad of ways it plays out. Absolutely. So, you know, I mean, we could try to find pleasure in uh, entertainment or have pleasure in, um, you know, um, um, food or experience it. Mm-hmm. You know those kind of things, yeah, and you know, I mean, there are things about all those things that at the at the core, the way God intended us for to be, the way God designed us are meant to be pleasurable, sure, uh sex within a marriage between a man and a woman mm-hmm. is not just meant to be something to use to procreate, there is a pleasurable aspect to it and yeah. it's okay that we pursue pleasure in that yeah. but that's within within the right the, context right yeah. it, the way the lord yeah um put it together designed it yeah um and then you know um uh, food is meant to be tasty and, mm-hmm. and, and pleasurable as long as we don't um overindulge yeah. yeah overindulgence is where where you get so um i'd originally when we kind of planned this months and months and months ago, we, we, we were talking, you know, we looked at the first part of chapter 10, 10 verses 1 to 12. Mm-hmm. But as as I was preparing, I realized, no, you know, Jesus really sets the stage for what ends up happening yeah. as people come to him try to catch him and uh, this this thing. And so, verse, you know, verses 42 and following of chapter 9, Jesus talks about, you know, um, heaven and eternity and how we enter it and that if one part of our body causes us to sin and he mentions things that are typically used to seek pleasure like things that we touch things that we where we go you know yeah. it reminds me of that this old song be careful little eyes what you see mm-hmm. you know be careful yeah. we'll, well you know so he mentions all of those and he says If it comes down to experiencing the kingdom for eternity or reaching out for pleasure in one moment, cut off those things. Yeah, Gouge out your eye, cut off your hand, cut off your leg. If that's going to cause you to seek one pleasurable thing versus
0: seeking eternity. That's right,
1: and it goes back to what Jesus said um, in chapter 8 that we said. He says, you know, whoever wants to save his life will lose it, whoever loses his life will save it. So it yeah. comes back to that. The megaphone of the world is saying, indulge in all the pleasure you want. Yeah. Why stop? Yeah. Why limit it? Sure. Why not pursue those things? Yeah. And Jesus in his good life is saying, no, True, the true good life is around self-control. Mm-hmm. And keeping yourself for an eternal pleasure is... Rather than a temporal one. Yeah. A non lasting right. pleasure. Yeah, temporary. Um, that, yeah, that will fade. Mm-hmm. But he's saying no, focus on self control now so that yeah. the kingdom is what you're pursuing and ultimate pleasure. Absolutely. Uh, in knowing him and in being with him and. Uh, in heaven, so. yeah,
0: I'm, I'm reminded a lot of uh, the Sermon on the Mount. You know where Jesus says in Matthew chapter six, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, mm-hmm. and then all these things will be added to you, is what He says. But when, when that's our focus, when we're focusing on the kingdom of God and eternity, these temporal things lose their meaning. Yeah, they really lose their impact on our lives. And um, and it, it's really uh, in my mind, it's really more about where is your focus? What, let's change our perspective because we are very visual creatures, very tactile creatures, and so we get distracted by what's right in front of our face. Of like, oh, I want this right now, or I want to feel that, or I want mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. experience this. And um, and God's saying, hey, listen, let's raise our gaze up a little bit. Let's look at the bigger picture here, not just the I want to feel good right this second. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I have in
1: my head the song that talks about is it you, you're better with song lyrics is it trade paradise or pave paradise pave paradise and put, put up, up a, a parking, parking lot, lot. yeah it, essentially yeah don't I, it always seem to uh, go
0: that you don't know what you got till it's gone that's right
1: yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. there you go I knew, I knew you stuff. I knew you would know and I knew you would know who's who saying that yeah. I don't <laughs> but essentially that's what we do yeah and when we pursue pleasures we're 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 like, oh let's put a parking lot here, right in the middle of paradise. Yeah. And um And you don't know what you had until it's gone. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so um and I'm sure Sister Hazel had no eternal <laughs> Yeah, it's probably not <laughs> implications in that song, but right. it is something that does have eternal um you know Situations For us Yeah Recompense You know Or whatever Implications Implications Thank you um, So With With that We, we talked about Several things um, And and I'm, I'm trying to see In each of these Passages uh, Passages The What the world What we end up doing If we are Pursuing the good life As the world Describes it mm-hmm and what we could have. And sure. so in yeah. each of those, I'm, I'm juxtaposing them against one another. And so the first one was, will you become hard to sin? And I see this in the text. It's, I mean, it's not like I'm just making it up. Yeah. It's there in the text. Or will you be made tender to the Savior? Yeah. Um, and where I see that is, is Jesus says to to these guys who came up to him, you know, asking him, and they're trying to catch him. Sure. And he's saying, uh, hey, you know, what can we you know what what do you say about divorce you know and jesus says what did moses say and they said well moses permitted us divorce mm-hmm. and um, jesus told him he wrote that because everybody was hard of heart mm-hmm. and so i think that's what happens is that pursuing pleasure pursuing sin causes us to be hard of heart mm-hmm. toward what matters most and that's yeah. to the lord the lord had set up a design, mm-hmm. Moses permitted people to do it because they didn't want to follow God's design. They right. want to pursue whatever pleasure they wanted to. I've had enough with this wife. Let me get another one. Yeah. You know, I've had enough with this person. Let me get another one. Mm-hmm. And that's very indicative of, of our culture today saying, no, that one didn't work out. And I want something even better, you know. Uh, we get in our minds that there's, you know, grass is greener on the other side. Yeah. When if we would just work on what we already have and make it the best it can be, knowing that God, you know, it's God honoring, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be better than we could ever imagine. We we've, we have messed these things up, you right. know. And so, you know, I don't, don't want to, by doing this, I said this in the uh, message as well. I mean, I'm not trying to get into the weeds of, you know, where, you know, where are you? If you have been divorced, or if right. you're thinking about it, you know, circumstances happen, and we have to walk through those as we get through those. Yeah. We, we but, do still live in a broken world. But at the yeah. end of the day, that's not God's design, right? And um, and and the point of this passage is 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 not to try to get in the weeds of all that discussion, but it's more so to see these people wanted to pursue their own pleasures, yeah. And Lord's just saying. That's not what it's about. Yeah.
0: You know, one of the one of the saddest things to me here is that these are these are Pharisees, right? Mm-hmm. So they're supposed to be the religious leaders. Yeah. And their their stance on these things, and you see this over and over again through the gospels with people interacting with Jesus. Nobody is ever worried about holiness. Yeah. It's always how close can I get yeah. to sin without sinning? And and I think that that, that really is more t- is more telling than anything else. And yeah. and I think that's where I think that's where we identify more with in mm-hmm. our culture is that because it's usually the well, where's the line? Yeah, and it's not, it's not, I'm getting as far away from whatever this is over here as I can. Yeah. It's always, how how close can I tow this line before it's considered sin? And that yeah. I think that indicates the entirely wrong yeah. mindset. <laughs> so,
1: well, and some of our culture has gotten to the point where it's like. We erase all lines. Sure. Oh, there was a line? Yeah. <laughs> yeah who cares? Right. But, you're, right. but you're right. Yeah. And this has been the age-old problem. We, we we saw this. I mean, really, I see so many correlations from studying the book of Judges. Mm, yeah, to absolutely. Now. Yeah. I mean, just as at the end of the book of Judges, what the idea you're supposed to get is that the, the megaphone of the world, the Canaanite world, mm-hmm. had so infiltrated the Israelite people yeah. that it was, you know, to the grandson of Moses, to the grandson of... Um Aaron. of Aaron mm-hmm. and, and throughout. Every every Levite was doing whatever they thought was right in their own eyes, right? Mm-hmm. Nothing has changed. Yeah. yeah. This is hundreds of years later. Mm-hmm. And nothing still has changed. And Jesus is here to confront that. Yeah. Jesus is here to be a true deliverer. Yeah. Jesus is the one to come and deliver us from mm-hmm. this the, the final judge. This plight. Yeah. yeah. This plight that we'll always be in if we're not careful. Right. To pursue our own pleasures, to toe the line and try to do what was best, but that's the same thing's happening here. These are the people, of God. These are the Pharisees. The yeah. Pharisees are the Pharisees. Yeah. These are the people that should be living their lives to the to the fullest degree of holiness and mm-hmm. following the Lord, and they're not right. right. So the megaphone of the world, um, of the world's good life message, has infiltrated each and every one of them. Yeah, and that's what we're meant to see. Because if we're not careful, that megaphone will infiltrate our lives too, and we Absolutely. will pursue pleasure over self-control, uh, and mm-hmm. thus become hard of heart. Yeah, and I need to be tender to the Lord. Yeah, um, you know that I need to be made tender um, to to serve the Lord, and um, and I see that in chapter nine we're talking about salt mm-hmm. and it talks about how salt flavors things, but salt also tenderizes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, we need to be salty as Christians. And what that means is that we need to have um, the, the, the impact of the Lord in our lives so that we can be flavorful and that we, we haven't lost our flavor is what the context of the scripture right. is. But I would even say that so that we're tender to the Lord mm-hmm. and not hard of heart. Yeah. That's a great point. Um, so I I don't want to go through all the points again because I preached the message. Yeah, but I do want to kind of draw in the net a little bit and just say, at the end of the day, we have to ask ourselves, are we, um, are we seeking our own pleasures? If we are, then we will become hard of heart. Uh, we'll we'll seek a way around mm-hmm. instead of submit to God's way and we'll pursue our pleasures rather than practice integrity. Yeah. And so we have to get to this point where we say, Lord, eternity is more important to me. You are more important to me. And the true good life is more important to me. Yeah. And so therefore, help me to be self-controlled in how I pursue my life so that yeah. my life can be aligned with you. And we will fail if we think we can do this in our own strength, mm-hmm. we will yeah. fail. That's not the point here. The point honestly the, the, the thing that we say over and over and over again is when people try to do things in their own strength, they will always eventually fail. Yeah. That's not what we what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We need to come to the point that says, "Lord, you are the deliverer, you are the savior. I want to be tender to you, and would you help me to be self-controlled, be yeah. measured." Not to pursue my own pleasures, but to pursue pleasure in you. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, we do that on a daily basis when we begin our day saying things like that and say, Lord, help me to give today to you. Mm-hmm. Help me to avoid the things uh, that the world is telling me are better yeah. than yeah. you and realize they pale in comparison to you. Yeah. So, Lord, help me to. Um, to see that I find my greatest joy, my greatest pleasure in Christ and what he's done for me.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a great point. Um, and, and another thing to remember, too, is that remember in this that our, that God is good. Mm-hmm. And so it's a false dichotomy to think that the world's definition of the good life is fun and glamorous mm-hmm. and that God's definition of the good life is destitute no. and depressing. That That's a false dichotomy, mm-hmm. that our God is good and that when we devote ourselves to him, God allows us to experience things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the fact you brought this up earlier—the fact that food tastes good—God mm-hmm. doesn't have to do that, mm-hmm. but He does because He loves us. Right. The fact that you can experience a beautiful, crisp, cool morning mm-hmm. is God is good, and as we submit ourselves to Him, He rewards our, our submission mm-hmm. as well. And 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 don't—it's um, it, real easy to get into the well. If I do this for God, He'll do this for me. That's not how it works. That's not yeah. what we're talking about but God in his goodness and grace does allow us to experience good yeah. things um, and, and and it's just a matter of am I focused on the thing that I get or am I focused on the Lord? Yeah because if if you're focused on the thing that you get, that's idolatry. yeah you've made an idol out of the thing mm-hmm. that you get um, and, and so it's don't hear don't hear us saying that, um, if, In order to, to follow after God and seek self-control, then you will never experience anything fun in your yeah, life. Yeah, you have to be a monk. and Yeah, you have yeah to, exactly. Yeah. That's not what no. we're saying. Um, our God is still good, and we get, yeah. to, we get to revel in that. Um, maybe a
1: better way to say it, and may, maybe I failed to do this, is we have to see that are we trading the pleasures right. mm-hmm. of Jesus's good life, which mm-hmm. is far greater yeah. than anything this world could offer us, are we trading that treasure that those riches those those beautiful things mm-hmm. for a cheap substitute?
0: Absolutely, that's a great and that calls us back to our study through Judges. Yeah. That trading is a great word that mm-hmm. that we saw like there towards the end, especially where like uh, Micah had traded the true glory of Christ for this cheap mm-hmm. substitute, mm-hmm. Um, and that's I think that's a great a great illustration to bring into this situation is that. Are we trading the glory of eternity
1: for a stupid, fleeting mm-hmm. small thing in the grand scheme? Well, even in this passage, Jesus makes yeah. it very clear that adultery has been committed. Right. So oftentimes we think of adultery as like, hey, I'm you know, I'm going after like a prostitute or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well that gives you a great imagery of you're substituting this beautiful, lifelong love, lifelong marriage, lifelong mm-hmm. commitment. That's the pleasure of the Lord to right, do, right? And it's not just an eternal thing; it's it's a, it is an eternal thing. In that, it is, it's part of the Lord's design, a Lord's kingdom for now and for eternity. Mm-hmm. So is a long lasting thing, uh, living in that that way. We're we're trading that for a one time, one yeah. night stand or a one night pleasurable thing. Right. And that's the cheap substitute. And we can see that in those words. That's mm-hmm. why Jesus draws that in to help people yep. to see like what yep. he's saying. Look at what you're doing here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so you know, none of us want to do that like in our moments we trickle down to a situation sure. like that. You know, like most of the moments we're like You know, we're we're growing up as kids. It's like, man, I can't wait to be married and have a wonderful marriage and a family. And those are the ideals we have, and we we have those ideals written on our hearts. Yeah, it's not in the the adultery or the one night stand or whatever the one night affair that happens down the road. You got there incrementally. Yeah, yeah. But we trade that one time cheap thing for this beautiful, amazing thing on the other side. Yeah, the same thing is. Uh, throughout um, all of these is that, you know, wh- what are we seeking? Are we seeking the long-lasting thing? Or are we mm-hmm. seeking the one-time pleasurable thing that could ruin this other thing? Right.
0: Yeah. Well, great points. Well, thank you um, for, for kind of uh, summarizing that for us. We appreciate it. Um, so then we turn it over to you. How, how is God speaking to you in this? Um, what, what have you learned about pleasure versus self-control as opposed to um, do, doing your own thing for your own pleasure or living for God's glory. What, how is God speaking to you in that? We'd love to hear from you. You can email us at path at or you can comment right on this uh, YouTube video or on the podcast. We'd love to hear from you. I uh, want to go ahead and remind you that the month of October, so beginning next Monday, um, it, we're, we're going to devote the podcast to missions. And October is our missions month around here at Lafayette First where we have a concerted effort of giving to missions and uh, talking about missions, having the opportunity to go on mission. Um, And so we'd encourage you to tune in over the next few weeks as we're going to have some really powerful interviews and opportunities for you to see uh, how God's mission is taking place in various corners of the world. Um, So we'd encourage you to tune back in for that starting next week. Uh, But until next time, I am Jason. I'm Garrett. And we will see you next time as we continue down the path.